Where the, where the fuck are we? What, what is this? Ah, oh, it's the bits. It's, it's the, the bits, little, Ryan. Little bitties. We're on the bits. Itty bitties. Us actually live recording a bit for the bits. I know. That never happens. Un, unheard of. But here we are. We thought we'd grace you with our presence. Yeah, we thought we'd say hello. Normally the bits are just bits. They're the, they're the yeah. good stuff that we decided it's, to save it's as a why, bonus. It's why the, the name works so well. Yeah, because they are. Because they're literally, they're just bits that we wanted to dedicate to their own place in time. But yeah, we, well, Lee, it was, I can't take credit for it. Lee was like, why don't we just say hello to them? So that's what we're doing. Yeah, just saying hello, seeing how you are. What have you been up to? Enjoying the bank holiday? Um, is that a question to me? Everybody. Oh. You're included in everybody. Um, so. Yeah. Again, yeah. another evening when everybody else is out in a pub garden or going for an evening stroll and we're recording in a, you know, a podcast and I'm currently sat in a room that's nearly 30 degrees <laughs> and smells like fish because I had fish for dinner. Delightful. Yeah. I had a little bit of a smoked, uh, smoked mackerel. Jesus Christ, this yeah. is where we're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, What's your favourite did... kind of fish? <laughs> Fuck off, man. Come on. <laughs> this is this is the sort of quality entertainment that people check out. This the is why for. we uh, yeah. This is why we decided we re- decided to record an actual introduction. And so far, it's going well. I think yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a fantastic. I mean, I was going to mention. Well, you saying that about fish and mackerel and, and the general temperate of your current the abode. Of segue, yeah. I, I, I'm about to talk about. Go to charity shops. I mean, we really are just a pair of old fucking men at this, aren't we? But I kind of feel like that. It's surely by now. I mean, listening to this will be will be sixty eight episodes in, and with yeah. all the other stuff that we've done, we've probably done we've probably released more than a hundred separate bits of audio. I think yeah. they already know our disposition by now. They're they're well aware. Do you know what I mean? I mean like, it's no it's it's no secret. No. And I don't. Nor do I think that we should be trying to keep it a secret. Exactly. Exactly. So let's embrace our. Well, the reason I, I like mm. charity shop so much is because I've got this big retro gaming vibe going on at the moment. Yeah, so it's I'm a just, new thing, isn't it? It is. It, it's where all the drug money's going now. Now yeah. that I'm clean. Yeah. Now that I'm off the. You <laughs> now know. you're off the smack. Yeah. <laughs> So I've got to spend it somewhere, and I'm spending it in retro consoles and games because could I'm save that it. Level Fuck of that! Let's just guy. buy loads of retro gaming. Well, technically, I'm investing it because yeah, I'm buying well. things for a pound that are worth 110 because people don't know what they're selling. Right. Okay. Facebook Marketplace is wonderful. <laughs> for I mean, goons that yeah. don't know what they have. Well, maybe they listen to this and they'll think that motherfucker ripped me off. They will. <laughs> Got to, you I know. mean, you feel you you feel like you're getting a bargain, spending a pound and making hundreds. You know that is a pretty good profit. But let me tell you this: Do you remember when I won a PlayStation Two on MTV? I, I was going to mention it because I bought a PlayStation Two, and I was like, right, Hang on. Right. I remember when Ryan. <laughs> I'm sure he have hoodwinked I ever... Lisa's no, not Lisa Snowden. Who was it? Emma Willis, mate. Uh, have I ever yes. told that story on the pod? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, saddle up, listeners. Um, when I was about fifteen, I was off ill one day, and um, I was sat at home watching MTV. Uh, so was that parentheses own. ill? 
Um, no, I because meant to go my to school, but instead I was no, because my parents yeah. would never let me do that. Because um, <laughs> oh, yeah. they, they were strict. And I'm, I'm forgetting who your mum and dad is. Yeah, I know, so I know them. I was like, I was ill, but yeah, I probably could have gone to school, but I was just like, Ugh. yeah. Um, so to keep myself occupied, I um, I was watching MTV. As a side note, it's got nothing to do with the story, but I remember once when I was at university, I think in my first year, I was off <laughs> ill. And I lay on the sofa um, and watched an entire season of MTV's The Hills. Because the Jesus, remote was over the other side. Well, the remote was over the other side of the room, and I couldn't be bothered to turn it over. And it came on. I thought, oh, I'll just leave it. Okay, now, people have cracked under in. less pressure. People have given up, like you know, industrial State secrets. secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. At the time, I remember finding it relatively enjoyable. But anyway, so I'm Good ill God. off school watching MTV, and they were running yeah. this competition where this little kind of animated monkey would appear on the screen, and when it did, you had to text. I think you just had to text monkey to some fucking you know six four three two seven um right, being yeah. with the chance <laughs> and at the time because we're talking i mean if i was 15 what how long ago was that that was 17 years ago so you're talking <sighs> yes. like pre sort of anything like iphones and all that kind of stuff and the text message cost me about one pound 50 and i remember yeah. for the rest of the day being really fucked off that I bothered <laughs> to send a text message in because I never win anything. Money. And uh, my parents came home from work and they were like, right, you need to go to the shop and get some fucking I don't know, milk or whatever. And as I was walking to the shop, um, I bumped into one of my mates. I definitely wasn't ill, was I? Because he came back to the house with me. So I obviously was... Maybe Clearly. I was just off. I don't know. Clearly I, I don't you were know. fine. Yeah, I was, I was fine. <laughs> anyway, so he came back to my house and I get this phone call on the way home. And it's like, hi, my name's Jade. I'm a producer at MTV. I just wondered if you were interested in uh, going on the air and potentially winning a PlayStation, a platinum PlayStation 2. And I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> so I went home and I had the TV on in the background and they called me and then I was in some kind of like waiting room um, like, you know, tele telephonic waiting room. And then Emma Willis, who was presenting the show at the time, who, you know, I was... I was a fan of her work. Let's just put it that way. Fifteen-year-old me, creatively sidetracked, creatively, you know, yeah, yeah. I was, I was into it, and um, and yeah, just started chatting to her. And fifteen-year-old, just nonchalant. Well, you remember what teenage me was like. I was basically yeah. trying to flirt with her on the phone, and she was laughing at me, obviously, because I was a 15-year-old boy. Um, and, yeah, went on. They asked some question. Don't remember what it was. I got the question right, obviously. And, what um, colour is a banana? It was something as ridiculous as that, and I answered it. And then there was all this, like, beer, 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 on the screen. Beer, beer. And you, if you listen, I've, I'll try and find, my dad still got the video video somewhere because he recorded it that was the only achievement i ever had and um you can hear me and my mates it was a guy called scott gerrard if you're listening to this scott i hope you're doing all right mate um and him and i in the back were just going <laughs> like giggling and cheering and lo and behold about a week and a half later in the post brand new shiny platinum ps2 beautiful so if you think you're um, doing well with the old. Uh... I mean, I don't think I'll ever match a 
uh, Emma Willis delivered. Hands I mean, delivered. she didn't come round on a moped. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was a courier. I'll leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome. 15-year-old me wouldn't know what to do with himself. Well, I, uh, unfortunately, I would know what to do with myself at 15. Uh, well, uh, the less yeah. said about that, the better. Definitely. So I am the proud owner of a completely dead left arm. Jabbed up, right in the arm, son. I got a needle to the arm, um, and I just wanted to um, say to you, Lee, because I know you haven't, your appointment hasn't happened yet. Um, going no. to a mass test centre is very weird, mm. um, especially when I was standing in the queue. There are literally thousands of people walking around Brighton in the sun, all pissed up. Like, no masks, no social distancing, nothing. And you just like the irony of walking past a queue of people that are getting a vaccination. But the yeah. thing that I really wanted to bring up was, I think, really about my luck. Okay. In the sense that I, when I went into the vaccination centre... There were probably, I would say, 40 or 50 people behind me. Right. And I was the last person in the entire place to get a COVID jab that day. <laughs> Literally, because you have to well, make... So you, have, you have people in front of you and about 50 people come in after you. And, and all, you of the last them, one. all of them got jabbed before me somehow. And it was that, that <laughs> thing of like going to one location... And so, like the queue next to me goes down really quick, me, quickly. So then sh the, the lady who works there moves me to another queue. And it's just like, no matter what I do, I always end up getting the short straw. So they keep you for 15 minutes afterwards. And mm. I was just fucking sat there by myself. And you was, actually stayed for 15 minutes. Yeah, because they want to make sure that you haven't had an allergic reaction. Oh, right. And when I was sat there, she shoved the needle in my arm. Didn't even feel it, mate. Don't worry about it. And then she <laughs> said, oh, going out on the town tonight? I was like, no. <laughs> I don't have any friends. And I hate people. So why would I be going out? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> But it feels like it feels like you know when you're at school and someone gives you like a savage dead arm. Yeah, that's that's essentially what it feels like. Right. So but, you just been dugged. Yeah, but it's okay because I now have thirty percent immunity for something that people <laughs> still think doesn't exist. Winner. So thank you to everyone who worked in the test center. Genuinely, I mean that the nurses, the doctors. I mean, it's I all right. If it goes wrong, there. then you're just patient zero, aren't you? Yeah, that's fine. It'd be like that when uh, that there was a guy actually in Hove who came back on, from holiday and brought COVID back to the area with him, and he was in the paper. He was named as COVID Dad. <laughs> COVID Dad, like a shit superhero. Yeah, it's like the worst superhero ever. COVID Dad. COVID Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Now.
<laughs> so passive aggressive. <laughs> okay, I'm pressing record. So, listen to let you in behind, <laughs> a peek behind the curtain. I I said I've been waiting for Lee to be ready, which is fine. But I thought he was ready because he did his usual. <clears throat> So I pressed record and then there was silence. He went, well, I fucking hope you've got something. So I was, yeah, just being passive aggressive when telling him that I was going to record this sequence. So, Well, technology was letting me down because my phone is, is smushed and I, I can't get a replacement because <laughs> pandemic. So yeah. I'm, just, I'm just stuck with a spider screened bullshit. Right. Fucking zoom out in. But I'll tell you what technology wouldn't let me down. <laughs> Brilliant. And that is the Panasonic fridge that will drive itself to you when you call it. What? Go on your messages there. Okay, so you, so listeners, Lee sent me something, which I'm now yeah. going to look at. Okay. So I want you to watch this and, and just describe what you are seeing with your eyeballs. Okay, so it says this fridge brings your food to you, and it's like a... It looks like like an apple fridge, not apples yeah. in the food, as in the tech company, and yeah. it's fucking like rolling around on the floor. Um, how can a fridge move on its own? Is the question from Tech Insider. Um, <laughs> you think they'd know? They're the Tech Insider. Uses lidar and depth sensors to map your home. Okay. Uh, LiDAR is the same tech used with Google's self-driving car. We know, mm-hmm. all know how successful that was. Yeah, it, it didn't run over also people. <laughs> avoid unexpected obstacles like kids or pets. Okay. <laughs> just people just hazarding out in front and of it. And then it just kind of slots into position. Okay. It's voice now, activated. Okay, I mean, I, th- I feel like I've got the gist. Yeah, so it's essentially a white cube fridge that comes out of the wall and you summon it, and you you say like, "Hi, Q, come to the dining table." So, yeah. one, it's a word pun, haiku. A haiku, as you should know, if you are worldly, is a Japanese short form poem. I know a haiku is. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it a pun? Because you have to say haiku to get its attention. Oh, for fuck's sake! So it instills the laziness person, the you know, the lazy person with a sense of well-being that the fridge will travel to them <laughs> and deliver. This is the most unnecessary invention. It's, the, <laughs> it's more unnecessary than any job we didn't know we needed or anything. Yep. What is the fucking point in that? Firstly, how many people have got a kitchen Thank you. that is big enough <laughs> for a fucking robotic fridge to navigate its way around the house? How so, big is your house that you have to summon the fridge to also, you? Also... You have to be on the same floor as it then, because I presume it can't walk upstairs. It's like a Dalek. So what's <laughs> the point in that? Thirdly, um, it's obviously going to break down. Oh, of course. It's going to get hair tied up in, in the wheels. It's going to get, you know, like slippy on some water and just malfunction. The dog's going to shit on the carpet and it's going to drag it all around. Like, what's that Rumba fucking thing? It, what? Why? What? Why? Why does this exist? Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> Who is good? If you are going to buy one of these, you are a fucking prick. You don't need a robotic <laughs> fridge. It is. Am I wrong? Uh, no, no, no. I, I wasn't bringing it to your attention because I want one. Invention. There are so <laughs> many other things that would be better if they were robotic. <laughs> 
Now, just think of of the brain power that is going in. Yeah. To to making that, and yeah, like you say, wasted on a lazy bastard's fridge. I mean, there are plenty of other household appliances that that would be better on wheels. I still don't think they should exist. Like all this time, they're working on a fridge that you can call and it comes to you. Why have they not invented a car toilet? Oh my god, yes. You're busting for a shit. You're on yeah. you're on you're stuck on the M25. Yeah. There's no hard shoulder. There's nothing you can do. You're in the outside lane. Little thing comes back. Just subtly pull your pants and and whatever down or up or whatever you wear, whoever you are, and you just take a shit. <laughs> gives you a little exactly. gives you a little bidet water squirt, so you don't have to wipe. You got like super clean asshole. Gives you a little got a little hair not hair dryer but an ass dryer <laughs> in it. Just fucking yeah. <laughs> get, get you all nice and fresh. And then if you want to pull your pants up, you can. If you just want to sit there and rock out for a bit, you can do that too. Exactly. What are you and doing, Samsung? <laughs> or Panasonic. Panasonic. It was. Oh, it was Panasonic. You're right. I fucked that up. One of them. They're all the same, aren't they? Yeah. Make car toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Make car toilet. It's not even words at this point. Make, Make car, car toilet. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. like you're talking to Alexa for it to happen. <laughs> Alexa, make car toilet. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? <laughs> it's the JML guy. Now, if the JML guy was on Alexa, I'd fucking buy one. <laughs> Playing Float On by the Floaters. Perfect. <laughs> Remember how you um, brought the amazing literature deaths to my um, to my knowledge? Ah, yes. And you were completely confused and bamboozled for the first time. Because I thought, because you said women in literature, and I thought you meant like female authors. And I was thinking, well, that's a bit, that's a bit weird. But what you actually (laughs) meant was ridiculous reasons why female characters in literature have died and what they have died from. Well, I was perusing the internet last night, and again, it placed itself into my lap like a discarded feather just swooped down into my lap. Um, <laughs> and I have some um, literature deaths for you, Lee. So I'm taking your idea and recycling it. And throwing it back at me. Okay. Hit me. Cold hands. <laughs> Missing slippers. Wrist fevers. Wrist fevers. Yep. Going outside at night in Italy. Their sherry was served too cold. Clergyman's dropsy. General bummers. (laughs) What? I don't even know what that means. General bummers. Uh, Generally... Getting bummed or being bummed out? I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Knitting needles are too heavy. The word mmph. <laughs> beautiful chestnut hair. Parents. The hair is just so beautiful. Yeah, and it was chestnutty. Parents too happy. <laughs> the unpleasantness. 
which they've written it in this uh, like a band name called the unpleasantness like an old emo band but my favorite one the last one is spinal degeneration as a result of pride as a, what yeah spinal degeneration as a result of pride so someone was just walking around too proud too upright <laughs> their posture was too good and they just died <laughs> they overpostured yeah, I mean, there's some more letter reading fits. <laughs> Fit of letter reading. Garden troubles. And that sounds like a euphemism, doesn't it? <laughs> What's up with you? Oh, I've got garden trouble at the moment. Yeah, haven't we all? Uh, yeah, yeah. So a bunch of women died in literature for ridiculous reasons. Uh, and they keep getting better. And they keep getting better.